0: Welcome, I'm Jimmy Liao, University of Michigan Medical School graduate. This is the Detroit Lions Morning Rounds podcast talking about COVID, the NFL, the Detroit Lions, and medical issues related to all of the above. So let's talk about the NFL COVID numbers released just yesterday. From September 6th to September 12th, the NFL reports there are two positive players. If you multiply the total number of players on each team, 53 plus 16 equals 69 times 32 equals 2,208. That's a number that's way less than 1% positive. There are also five positive staff members. It's unknown how many staff members are getting tested. It easily could be twice the number of players. Here's what I'm trying to tell you about the numbers. Don't take them at face value. Because the NFL wants the optics to look good in regards to these COVID numbers. Why do they want the optics to look good? They don't want to take any criticism from people who don't feel like the NFL should be playing at this time. Feeling like football is a non-essential activity and causing spread of COVID throughout the country. First of all, as far as the non-essential activity, there are a lot of people whose livelihoods depend on the NFL. So... Essential versus non-essential is a gray area there. A lot of people would consider the NFL an essential activity. The other reason the NFL wants the optics to look good is to avoid a Kelly Stafford situation. When Matthew Stafford got the positive test, it was publicly released that he was positive. Kelly Stafford was incensed, ripped the NFL publicly, saying how it affected her family and cause distress for our family. The NFL wants to avoid anything like that in the future. And that's understandable because all these tests can be private. There's no reason the NFL has to release the results of any of these public positive tests. So here are two ways that the NFL can keep the numbers looking better than they actually are. Number one is the NFL does not release the raw data. They do not release the actual testing results. You get a filtered data with what's listed as just positive players. Sort of like those Instagram filters that turn a rock into a beautiful woman. Well, the numbers can't be taken at face value. You do not hear about a positive test when it happens. The NFL isn't obligated to release any of the results due to privacy and ethical reasons, so I'm not critical of them not releasing positive tests. Now, I've been suspicious for some time that players who test positive are hidden from sight for a couple days or longer in the hopes that they can produce a couple negative tests and get back on the practice field before anyone even knows. Well, this was confirmed by Kevin Colbert, the Steelers GM, shortly after the false positive fiasco that the NFL had with the New Jersey lab. He confirmed that a positive COVID test does not automatically put you on the list. If you can test negative and get off the list within two or three days, or maybe even more, and NFL never puts you on the COVID reserve list, and nobody even finds out about that positive test. For example, under the current policy, Stafford would not have gotten put on the COVID reserve list. His test would not have been publicly released. Nobody would have even found out about that positive test. So here's how it might go down in a real world situation. A player tests positive, the team hides him away, doesn't tell anybody, maybe the media notices he's not at practice, so the team comes up with some excuse why he's not there, like maybe a hamstring strain. The player can return as soon as the next day if the rerun of the original sample that was positive comes back negative. And a POC test, which is the point of care test, that's the rapid COVID test, that comes back negative. So by the next morning, that player could be back at practice and no one even hears about the positive test. In that situation, the NFL considers it a false positive. Now, even if it's not turned back a false positive, even if the original test rerun came back positive or the POC came back positive, the player could return still very quickly if they can produce two negative tests 24 hours apart. So even with a true positive or an isolated positive like what Matthew Stafford had, which the NFL calls an unconfirmed positive, a player can be back within about three days. And that's a short enough time that no one necessarily has to find out about any of this unless they miss something Big, like an actual game. Now, uh, even if a player has multiple positive tests, let's say a test positive Monday and test positive Tuesday, again, if they test negative Wednesday and Thursday, they could be back Friday. No one is the wiser. So the question is is the, is the NFL even including these positive tests or isolated positives in their numbers? We don't know for sure. There was a report a couple weeks ago that the NFL was including these unconfirmed positives, we can't say that for sure because we are not getting the raw data. It wouldn't surprise me if the NFL is playing fast and loose with the numbers for optics reasons. And I'll talk about that in a little bit, why that's actually fine with me to a certain extent. The second reason why you can't take the numbers at face value is false negatives. They are a strong possibility, even amongst the general public, where it's considered that false negative rate could be 30% or even higher. The false negative rate also is dependent on how well you do the swab test. This is where the NFL is a little bit lacking. If you've watched Hard Knocks, go back and watch episode one. You saw a bunch of nasal swab tests being performed in the LA testing area. They just swab around the inner nostril. They do not stick that swab straight back into the sinuses. So they're not actually getting a good sinus sample here. The New England Journal of Medicine released an article within the past couple months about how you're supposed to swab the sinuses. I'll link that in the description. So if you want to actually swab the sinuses, you want to see that swab going straight back, not just swirling around the nostril area. Now go to the last episode of hard knocks, where Clay Johnston was cut, then he ended up signing with the Carolina Panthers practice squad. His test was shown, and it showed minimal penetration into the nostril, even less than the first episode in LA. It's hard to imagine that swab got any amount of mucus membrane on it. So you can see how a false negative rate could be very high if you're minimally invading the nostril and not getting much of a sample at all. That false negative rate could be 50%, 80%, 90%. We don't know. With the way they're swabbing these guys, it's almost like the NFL or the lab. We don't know who. It's almost like they just don't want to know about positive tests. Now, the question is, is that okay from a health standpoint? Well, it's very likely that these extremely healthy, extremely fit young athletes will have minimal to no symptoms if they get COVID. It's extremely unlikely that any of them are gonna develop severe symptoms for COVID. So how they test right now likely increases the false negative rate. It likely increases the possibility of a mini outbreak. But even if 10 or 20 guys on a team are positive COVID, and they all are false negatives, it's very likely none of them will have any symptoms beyond minimal. So a lot of this testing may be in large part for optics and legal reasons. And frankly, I don't mind the NFL doing a lot of things for optic reasons because I feel they've taken a lot of unfair criticism in the past for such things as concussions, player conduct suspensions. So they do need to think about optics when it comes to COVID. Right now they're doing daily testing except for game day. For the players that makes the optics look good it makes it look like the NFL cares about testing for COVID and is doing their best even if they're not being that aggressive with actually swabbing players and even if that means they're hiding some of the positive tests from the public so again I'm not being overly critical of the NFL here I think It's fine to do things for optics reasons. I think the risk for the players, even if there's an outbreak of COVID is very, very low. The risk is higher for staff members who are older and not as healthy. And there is some risk that a bunch of players have they can spread it into the community. So there is some negative there. It would be nice to see the NFL be a little bit more aggressive with their nasal swabs. That's about the only criticism I would have here. I don't mind the NFL hiding some of the positive test results because the NFL doesn't need to release any of them for privacy and ethical reasons. So overall, things are looking good for the NFL regarding the COVID numbers, but again, don't take them at face value. This is Jimmy Liao. Feel free to leave comments, ratings, reviews, subscriptions. Find me at Twitter at JimmyLiaoMD. Thanks.